0: Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45,
1: 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back.
0: Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Monday, January 11th, and week one of the NFL playoffs is in the books. We just wrapped up the super wildcard weekend, as it's been dubbed this year, uh, which was actually, I'm not going to lie, was a pleasant surprise. I don't think anyone can argue with more football. Three games Saturday, three games Sunday, and for the most part, I mean... For the most part, they were close games, right? I mean, score-wise, we'll get into some specifics in a minute. Uh, You know, some of them may not have been as close as they seem, but, but I'm glad that there wasn't really, you know, a true, just complete blowout mismatch on the field. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll go in order. I, I
1: will say there was a lot of uh score cosmetology being done late oh, in games. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Just by looking at the score, it, there really was no true blowout. But we'll, we'll get but, into some details in a yeah. second. Uh, we'll go in order, of the games this weekend and the way that they occurred. Uh, so first game was on Saturday afternoon. That was Colts Bills. That was probably, I think at least the best on paper matchup, in the first in this wild card round. I think also the highest
1: quality football from both teams.
0: Purely because the Colts' defense, obviously, is a top defense in the league, and the Bills are playing as well as anyone right now, especially in offense. Uh, that, I mean, that was a great game. 27-24, Bills win. And they kind of escaped with a little bit of drama and some, some questionable refereeing call? at the end there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. What I took from this game, this game is, I'll give the Colts a ton of credit because their defense slowed the Bills down a lot. Right, they only let them score 27 points, which is a feat considering that Bills team was putting up like 50 points a week towards the end of the season. Um, but the Bills' offense is still so comfortable, and Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs can can get theirs basically whenever they want to.
1: Yeah, I think what impressed me a lot about Josh Allen is. Because you can say, well, both quarterbacks threw for two TDs, didn't throw picks, threw a bunch of yards. Josh Allen threw it on 35 attempts, and he completed 26 of them. He's so efficient, which mm-hmm. I think that was the big knock on him when he was coming into the league, because yeah. he was a little bit of a, of a shotgun you know, in college and, and maybe his first year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But he's really kind of dialed it in, and he's been a lot more precise, which I think is really, really nice to see, because it does show that... You know, to an extent, some of these guys can learn accuracy.
0: Yeah, right? well, and and again, even just watching him his first, you know, time through the playoffs, he was very reckless, right? And and a lot of that was his yeah. running was reckless, his throwing is reckless. And, like, Josh Allen is still reckless to an extent, but it's, like, calculated a lot more, right? Like, the play calls are designed to allow him to be a little bit reckless, and he has a, a much friendlier offense, right, in which he can do so. And, um, I mean... Again, that that call there at the end made it interesting. It gave the Colts a chance. Now the Colts didn't take advantage of it. But that call, I mean, it had that <laughs> at the Colts ended up scoring right there at the end because that call, I mean, the city of Buffalo would not be standing today. Yeah. And I think what's also
1: <laughs> what's also interesting, right, is they really didn't run the ball. Well, I mean, the, the Bills, their the Bills pressure, right? The
0: Bills don't really run the ball. The the running in the Bills offense is, is, secondary, is yeah. very secondary to anything else. Their offense flows through the passing game and they use the running running backs primarily As pass catchers. As pass catchers, but also like the only time they really run the ball is when they're close to the end zone and they use like Zach Moss, right, to punch it in. But, but other than that, what I'm saying is they like, really especially
1: don't Especially with a lead, you know, in the playoffs, everybody's like, oh, we're going to play more conservative, run the ball a lot, just pound the rock, especially when we're up. And Buffalo's like, nah, we're good. We're going to just keep bombing it down the yeah, field. They are very fine. they are <laughs> very
0: uh, contrary to, like, the trends of the league in that sense that they, they pass the ball. Even when analytics tell you, like, oh, no, now's a good time to run, they, they, just, they just don't care, frankly, I don't think. Because the, their passing attack is so good. They have so many different options.
1: Yeah. I mean, what, they had two... All pro receivers in Diggs and, and Cole Beasley. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty wild for a team to have.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll, Let's move on to the next matchup of that Saturday. That was Ram Seahawks. Now, I had the, the Seahawks win this game, as I think most people so did. So did I. Because, this is a little bit of a deceiving, because the quarterback for the Rams was uh, John Walford to start the game, right? Now, he only played... I think like the first quarter, and that that might be generous, right? I think yeah, if came that out a little earlier than that, but the Seahawks there's so there's two things I want to say here. The Seahawks just we knew their defense was bad, right? Jamal Adams was banged up, so you got to take him out of the picture. That's that we knew the Seahawks defense was bad, even with the moves they made, right? To bring in like Carlos Dunlap, etc. But their offense what that was supposed to be so so anemic. consistent and so i don't know, explosive their offense just looked awful they could not move the ball at all and uh and part of that is the rams defense i mean the rams have like the the number one scoring defense in the league so the
1: secondary by far
0: yeah but also because jared Goff was also banged up himself right he can't really throw the ball with that thumb that he just broke um it forced them to run the ball right and and cam Akers had himself a day uh 131 rushing yards and a touchdown i mean the rams completely took advantage of bad defense and their and their defense completely shut down the the seahawks i mean there's no other way to say it
1: And, and special shout out I know they don't usually get all the love, but special shout out to the Rams sec, uh, special teams. I mean, the field position battle to mm-hmm. score 30 points when your quarterback throws for your quarterbacks together, throw for less than 200 yards. Yep. And yeah. OK, Cam Akers had 131 yards rushing, but they put up less than maybe barely over 350 yards of total offense. Mm-hmm. And they still scored 30. And I remember watching this game like they were getting great returns every single time they were getting. Just a great job in general from their coverage yeah. team, from their return teams, like the special teams
0: of the Rams, is an unsung hero of this game. Well, and I also just, watching this game, I've never seen a, a Russell Wilson-led offense just just completely unable to move the ball look bad. all game. Right, yeah, like, when's the last time you watched a game with Russell Wilson in it, and you were just like, wow, Russell Wilson just really doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, right? That team, I mean, and the thing is, the wild thing is, like, DK Metcalf still had 96 yards and two touchdowns, but, like, but did he really? Because they were kind of, they were kind of, like, garbage time, like, garbage touchdowns. They just, the Seahawks offense, again, which was supposed to be their calling card, just looked abysmal I I think it's funny
1: that we we talk about DK because I was actually about to bring that up because Jalen Ramsey had a great game I, and I yeah, know if you I just look just about to bring that superficially up superficially at DK's stats you're like oh but he had a bunch of yards and no two TDs. it's like yeah but that's also because he was force-fed the ball so much that eventually he would have to catch something Russell Wilson was 11 for 27
0: yeah do you and know that's... how many
1: of those balls were forced to DK <laughs> mm-hmm. he had, just so he, he could get those targets. 96 yards? He had 11 targets. Yeah, and he had five
0: catches. Yeah. I mean,
1: Ramsey well, and was the other thing all I... up in his grill.
0: The other thing I'll say, so in all three matchups against the Seahawks, or against the Rams this season, when, when DK Metcalf went up against Jalen Ramsey, I think he had like 50-something targets against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. He had one catch. He had one catch against Jalen Ramsey in three games. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think... The Rams and Seahawks always play very close, messy games, right? Because they're divisional opponents. Agreed. This was but, just disappointing, though. But this just, this was not necessarily, it was messy, but in a different sense, just because they looked bad. It wasn't like, oh, two strong teams just going at each other and like holding each other. No, it, the, the Seahawks in combination with the Rams defense just looked bad.
1: Yeah. And I think that you mentioned the whole John Wolford thing. It was. I think even if it was a healthy Jared Goff, both of us probably would have still picked Seattle yeah, to win, but right? I figured like, I'm not going to give myself the excuse that it was because of John Wolford. Like I would have definitely picked the Seahawks, even if a healthy Jared Goff <laughs> I was starting agree. for them. I would agree. And, and, and this is just really disappointing. And you kind of have to start asking questions of, well, I see a lot of this, the, the personnel on this Seattle team is kind of left over from a few years ago. And maybe it's a little bit older and, they, they really might have to just... I'm not saying, like, complete teardown, right? Because the, the team's never going to be bad with, with Wilson at quarterback mm-hmm. and Pete Carroll coaching, but they're going to have to make some more substantial moves. This well, is not just fine-tuning they have to really change parts of this well roster. they
0: really need to address the defense and they need to address the offensive line those are the two yeah. biggest components yeah. and biggest issues of that team because again and if, if, you, have, if you have if you have russell wilson things. as quarterback it doesn't really matter who your skill positions are because they will be good because russell wilson will make them better right yeah like so you even don't have
1: dk to... i don't think he's this good on another team like it's russell's making him really really good
0: uh, yes yeah i would agree with that but i'm just saying they need they have to address the defense and, and the line is and rough. the line because that's those are the two biggest issues yeah. the last couple seasons even with a right?
1: scrambling quarterback you need he's not he's a scrambling quarterback yes but he the thing is he keeps his eyes up because he's always looking to throw so he takes some really brutal hits sometimes mm. even though he's a really, really agile scrambler and you know one of the more dynamic in the pocket quarterbacks
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we have in the league
0: yeah i uh We'll move on to the to the last game on Saturday night. That was Bucks versus Washington football team. Now this game was actually surprising, because I think I think most people thought you know Washington representing the NFC East probably would be a little overmatched going against the Bucks, which were on a tear recently. Um, you know, putting up like forty points a game in the last couple of weeks of the season, regular season. Uh, but this was actually a pretty close game. I the final score 31-23, and Washington stayed with Tampa Bay throughout the game, and that was with Taylor Heineke, uh the former XFL quarterback. That was his his first start in the NFL, and he looked honestly really good. He
1: looked good. okay. Yeah, he looked fine. I think I think this is a story more about the Tampa defense kind of given any Tampa fan, a little bit of a shiver right now because Washington's strength is their defense and their defense statistically is actually not terrible. As much Mm -hmm. as we love to like meme and make jokes on the NFC East, their defense as a standalone unit is above league league average. It's fine. Right. And, and I mean, to put up 30 against the league above league average defenses, it's good. It's what you expect from, from a Buccaneers team. That's an offensive juggernaut. Right. Didn't turn the ball over. Um, not the most super efficient night for yeah, Tom Brady, no, but wasn't. again, he he was forcing some throws, and at least he didn't throw an interception. threw a bunch of yards, two t- two TDs. Fournette had a decent night, but the defense. I mean, you let no offense to Taylor Heineke, you let a dude in his first NFL start, right? A dude who had never played in the NFL before. Put. 23 points on you and it's not even like that many were garbage time like maybe seven of them were garbage time but even if he put up only 16 on you that's still kind of embarrassing if you're a, a Tampa Bay team that you're looking at at trying to you know make or even win the Super Bowl right
0: yeah well and I, I mean the way I feel about this game is I I first of I didn't expect Washington to win this game, right? So, it was kind of like a pleasant surprise to see them competitive. But I will say, I'm not worried about the Buccaneers from this game. But I also feel like if they want to beat the Saints, who they play in the next round, the defense probably... I mean, the defense has to play a little bit tighter, you know? Because because the Saints have a much more high powered offense than Washington does. But I will say this about Washington is like if I am a Washington fan, I'm thrilled because obviously you don't know what your quarterback situation is going to be next year and you've got enough of these young pieces around that played really well in this game that like you have to feel pretty good. And obviously the defense, we just mentioned that you the defense is is above average and that's probably your strong point. But but again, the offense showed up against you know, a much superior opponent.
1: Well, and the defense is, is relatively inexpensive because it's a lot of young dudes. Right. So you got to look at this Washington team as they're not in the draft or quarterback mood. They're in the, let's find a free agent. Right. Yeah. And then they'll be pretty good. I mean, because they do play hard. Right. I think, yeah. I well, think Ron Rivera is a great coach and gets too much flack for this team being bad. This team is bad because they can't figure out who's a quarterback. Not because of anything that Ron Rivera does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he got handed a mess when he came in. Right. So, yeah.
0: But, again, there's not a ton of, like, narratives to come out of this game because the team that we thought would win would no, win. But and, like, they didn't play badly. And they didn't play badly. But I do think that they're going to have to turn it up a little bit, you know, going oh, yeah. forward if they want to Especially stay.
1: divisional game. That's going to be that's gonna be a great game, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to Sunday. First game on Sunday was Ravens-Titans. Now, this is a rematch to la- of last season's. Uh, playoff game between the Ravens and the Titans. Yeah. Uh, this time, the Ravens Reverse won result. a low-scoring game, twenty to thirteen. Uh, and there was some stat they said on the broadcast where the Ravens, when when losing at halftime, I, I guess by they have I don't I don't remember the exact stat, so I don't want to say it and get it wrong. But it was shocking because it essentially was saying that the Ravens are really bad at coming from behind. Uh, and I mean. It kind of makes sense, right? When you're behind, running isn't super explosive. Well, running isn't necessarily the most efficient way to come from behind, and that is the Ravens' bread and butter. Right, with Lamar at, at quarterback, and Dobbins and Mark Ingram, and Gus Edwards. Right, that's their bread and butter. And yesterday, they won 20-13, to 13, and I'd say, honestly, the deciding factor of that game was the fact that the Ravens were able to stop Derrick Henry. I think he only had, like, 40 rushing yards. Let me get the yeah. exact numbers. On
1: 18 carries, yeah. 40 on 18 carries.
0: I mean, that's the deciding factor. I wouldn't say a lot much else about this game, and people are going to hate me, right? Because they, they're going to think I'm a Lamar hater. But here's the here's the reality of what happened last N- Nothing... <laughs> How do I say this? I'll back you up on it. Don't worry, we're in the same just, boat here. <laughs> people, people look at the score, say twenty thirteen. Oh my God, Lamar Jackson is the is is the best quarterback in the NFL. See, we told you so. He's so good in the He's so good like, in the no, playoffs. He won a playoff game. He's so good. That's the reason they won that game. No, no.
1: If they have any other good quarterback, if. If, Even if they don't rush for 140 yards, the dude's going to throw for 300 and it'll be the same result. Here's what I have to say. so act like the
0: Titans defense
1: is, you know, the Colts
0: or something. The Titans defense is, is fine, right? It's not crazy good, but they're not bad either, right? The Ravens put up 20 points. Which isn't that much. Which is not, it's not that much. It's not that impressive against the Titans defense. Now, the Ravens defense is phenomenal, Right? And they they stopped the, the Titans. But Lamar Jackson essentially had one good run, right? Which was the touchdown run. 48-yard 48, 48 touchdown run. But other than that, what did he do in this game? He threw a pick, no touchdown passes, 179 passing yards. Yeah, he ran for 136 yards. But again, almost 50 of those came on one run. So then you look at the... It's 15 rushes for... Essentially, 80 yards, which is like it's still good,
1: but not for a quarterback. But let's not anoint him as precarious. as
0: the best quarterback in the league because of this game, right? Again, congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens. You won the playoff game. Congratulations, Lamar. You won your first playoff game. But I I saw the internet rejoicing, basically saying that this is the greatest game a quarterback has ever played in the playoffs ever. I think it's like I, people just I heard a, I heard someone say that John Harbaugh. Said about the quarterback run that he had, that it was the greatest run by a quarterback ever, which also just wow. I, I think we sure may be. I think we may a, a little. Have done that a little. Well, bit I, I, past, I think dude. we may be a little bit uh, on the hyperbolic for the horse. <laughs> I think we think we may be dealing with a, a little bit of a hyper hyperbole, but. Again, this wasn't really that great of a game. The Ravens, I don't think are very good. I still think they're kind of frauds. Um, and, and look, if if people want to anoint us as
1: Raven haters and Lamar Jackson haters, I don't care. I'm cool with that reputation, right? But the fact of the matter is, 180 yards, I'll even round up and give him the extra yard just to make the math a little bit cleaner. 180 yards divided divided by you know, 24 attempts. It's what? Is that even... It's like seven yards per attempt, right? Seven and a half. Seven and a half yards per attempt. That's not really what... You want to look for, like, closer to 10, right? That's when you look at efficiency. That's why when I, even when I said earlier, oh, Tom Brady didn't have the most efficient night, it's because, yeah, he threw for 300 and a, a bunch yards. of yards. 380 <laughs> yards, right? But but he... um. And he didn't throw a pick, right? He threw for 380 yards, no picks, on 40 attempts. Well, 380 divided by 40 is like 9 point something, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's 9 point... Is it 9.5? Is my math right? 9.5, something like that. Um, And still, like we were saying, that's not an efficient night. So if 9.5 yards an attempt is not efficient, well then what is 7.5, right? Okay. On less attempts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not it, the touchdown pass. I,
0: here's the thing. I'm not a Lamar hater. I've just... A realist, right? I'm not gonna jump out. I'm not gonna jump out and say he's a bad, bad quarterback. Because no, clearly he he has shown us he's very good at quarterback. Right? He's an above average player at the quarterback position. He's not Jalen Hurts. I would take him over a lot of other quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. But I'm also not gonna sit sit here and say he is. uh, People try Uh, to put him. Here's the thing. People try and force him into the category of people, Deshaun people. and Patrick Mahomes yeah. and, and people like that. And well, it's he's like, people just try not. to, he's just try to not. put him
1: People really, really want a dual-threat quarterback to be in the same category as these what pocket I call passers. scrambler and pocket passer types. And it's – I mean even Vic wasn't that, right? No. As much as – like people immortalize Vic – I think partially because of Madden,
0: right? Yeah. Because he was a cheat code Again, in one of those Madden well, but games.
1: It's, it's, Vic it's, was an average quarterback for most this of his is, time in the this league. Is, this and this is the fact. thing is
0: people say, oh, oh, Lamar Jackson, we haven't seen this before. It's like, no, he's literally Vic 2.0, all right? He may run a little bit faster than Vic, right? He may be a little bit more agile than Vic, but he's the same type of player as Vic, right? He's a he- runner.
1: Who, With a huge who, arm who's who has not a accurate. big arm,
0: but he doesn't he's not accurate, right? So like yeah, he has the highlight real plays, and yeah, he's still an above average quarterback, right? Like you're still gonna want a player like that on your team because he is good, right? And he does generate, you know, big plays and he's fun he's to great watch. For fantasy. Like yeah. I mean you but, want him on your fantasy, but guess team, what? But there are there are still better quarterbacks out there, and he's not. He's not a Patrick Mahomes, yeah. he's not a Russell Wilson, he's not a Deshaun Watson, he's not an Aaron Rodgers, not a Tom Brady, right? Because no. those guys Put up, use like they they put up the stats that matter and they win games more times than not, right? Whereas clearly in the playoffs, we've seen Lamar Jackson has not won until this until this game against the Titans. So that's all. And, I'm trying And I to think say. also it's it's Desha- when you look at Deshaun because he's probably the other premier
1: dual threat ish, right? I mean Russell Wilson isn't really dual threat. He, no, he runs when he has to. Exactly. But Deshaun Watson is almost simple. Desha- they're not calling a lot of designated run plays for Deshaun Watson, no. like. They weren't even doing – they did that like twice at Clemson, right, a game as like a surprise thing. They're not – like the Ravens are calling designated QB runs for Lamar Jackson, right, mm-hmm. and practicing that. That's not what you want. If, if he's a dual threat, you want him to use that secondary ability to complement his throwing. Yeah. yeah. They're using it.
0: Well, they're because using his they, throwing to compliment his run, yes, which is... Backwards. Yes, and
1: the, and I bet you if you gave truth serum to all the people in the Ravens front office and coaching <laughs> staff, they know that he can't really throw either. Mm-hmm. And people on the internet are going to rip me for that, and I don't care. You know, it's the truth. Yeah. He, is he a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? Probably. Is
0: he top 5? Hell no. Yeah, I would agree with Hell that. Hell no. I would agree with that. Um, anyway. We'll move on. We won't We won't linger on that too long, but uh next game on sunday was bears saints i had the upset in this game i was wrong i had my hopes up a little too much nah. but i will say i mean bears it was, it was 29 21 to 9 was the final score right this is the nickelodeon game which was a sight to see um congratulations mitch trubisky for winning the nvp uh, whatever that yeah, means. What, like, <laughs> I don't I just... know. I still don't really know what the point of I saw of that this was, and I was like, this is the or dumbest thing ever. why he won, frankly. Um, but hey, you know hey, who man, doesn't have an MVP? You know who 90. doesn't have an MVP, dude? Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. And Deshaun Watson, man. Wow. So, who really won that draft? Uh, um, but... Everybody I, I... who's not Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this game is, it was 21-9, right? So, like, yes, the Bears have a great defense, but the Saints to only score twenty one points is a little concerning. If I were a Saints fan, I'd be concerned because that offense is supposed to do a lot more. Drew Brees, again, they did not a, it, it, the greatest it's thing like, from him. I, Drew Brees didn't really play that badly. I mean, he really no, did. No, but it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of dink and dunk. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, which like, is like, we all the about Saints the yards do nowadays. Attempt, right? That's all. That's all the Saints do nowadays because Drew Brees has a noodle arm. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation yeah. these days. But what I, just if you look at the stat sheet, what I see is essentially. They had a lot of, they, they moved the ball down the field a ton, but they just couldn't put the ball in the end zone, right? Alvin Kamara, 99 yards and a touchdown. Deontay Harris, 83 passing or receiving yards, no touchdowns. Michael Thomas, 73 receiving yards, one touchdown. It's just like, it seems like they have, I don't know, the offense just doesn't seem as explosive as I mean, it, they put it was advertised a, what, at the beginning of the season.
1: 380 total yards.
0: So their defense like is obviously very good. But the next round they play the Bucks. And I I just you know, I just think the Bucks offense is going to put up a minimum of thirty, no matter who they play. Well, I also think that the
1: Saints I don't know if the Saints D line is as good as Washington's, right? I mean yeah, their defense the overall is Saints, Saints probably is yeah, Saints defense good. is still good, but I mean Chase Young and uh and like Sweat and Kerrigan I mean very, very Cameron strong. Jordan.
0: Yeah, Cameron Jordan is, is a stud, a freak. right?
1: So yeah, Cameron Jordan is a stud. I,
0: I, I we'll we'll get into our predictions for next weekend later, but I just think the Saints look extremely vulnerable, and they looked vulnerable in that game. And they and it's not even I'm not even saying anything about the Bears because it's not anything to say. Um but well, I, I do have one thing to add for the Bears. Okay. Right? Just for them moving forward. Because I actually really like
1: a lot of things about the Bears.
0: Uh, I really do I love. They had a good quarterback. They actually. I mean, play, I mean, Matt agree. Nagy
1: again. Matt Nagy gets too much flack. He's a great coach. I mean, he's doing the most with what he got. I think he. I think he is. I think you give him a decent quarterback. No, uh, I think that dude's going
0: no to the I NFC think, Championship. I think he. I think his. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Early on, but he's gone to a point where he's so consistently made, weird bad decisions, and he's done it with multiple different quarterbacks. That I just think he. Anyway,
1: agree, agree, disagree on that. Uh, (laughs) Chicago O-line gives up only one sack, again, against, like, a pretty solid defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they gave it up to Sheldon Rankins. Mm -hmm. So they kept Cameron Jordan mostly in check. And their skill positions aren't bad. Their defense is amazing. Like, this is another one of those teams, kind of like Washington, that there's... You better be ponying up every asset you have, including the stadium, for a franchise... QB, while this O-line and this defense... Yeah, because it's are right, running out of time. You, you got three to four more years on Khalil Mack and that defense and that O-line, right? With those skill position guys that are still pretty good. I mean, you know what? Go out and get you a Deshaun. I know it's not possible. It's I mean, not realistic, but Alan go Robinson out and get you a Deshaun Watson out, if you can.
0: Allen Robinson already wants out. I think
1: he'll reconsider if they get an elite quarterback. Yeah,
0: Well, yeah, as, as most people would, but I'm just saying, yeah. I think the I chances know. of them getting a big quarterback this offseason is not not favorable, so I. Think, I wish them the best of luck though, because I do like a lot of what they have. No, I, I I agree. I agree. I mean, the Bears have a very solid, well put together team, except quarterback. Yeah. But,
1: Which is it just shows you how important quarterback is, right? You can but, be great at every
0: other position if you're bad at quarterback, you're bad. Yeah. That game that boring. game was so boring though. It was. Yeah. This was. game was just news fest. You know what game wasn't boring? Oh, the Steelers <laughs> getting <laughs> <laughs> exposed by the Browns. The Sunday night matchup uh cleveland at pittsburgh most misleading scoreline this, oh, this yeah was this is the most misle-
1: this was 48 to 15 before the browns started playing prevent defense <laughs> well
0: they also took like miles garrett out for a lot yeah. of possessions too they took a bunch of their good players out because why would they you they were want chilling to get them injured you were up
1: 28 nothing in the first quarter. yeah it was first snap. it
0: was a very quick swift Kill. This yeah, was, this they this they was did GGs not waste bro. any time, <laughs> this and was they over. were like, "We're gonna make quick work of this, and we're gonna not leave it up to chance." And I, you know, it was funny looking at Twitter because all the Browns fans were like, "Oh, no lead is safe, right?" Even at mm-hmm. the end. But the thing is, in reality, it's like, it's, the Steelers, <laughs> apart from the final score, like just at the very end there, the Steelers were never closer than like fifteen, right, or whatever it was. No, this scoreline is misleading. This scoreline is misleading. Like, I mean, you look at the you look at the the box score by quarter. It was yeah. this game was, was over thirty five ten like, at half right and and this it was, was over. it was thirty five seven I think until the last second when the Steelers got a field goal even Atlanta could have managed to win this game right <laughs> up thirty five uh, to ten nah, I mean come on <laughs> <laughs> I I <laughs> just here's the thing I, I mean it's where do we begin just, oh, man. right first of all I would well, like the Steelers to give,
1: getting exposed well, for having a weak ass schedule <laughs> well no no.
0: Let's because this is going to be a mostly on the Steelers about this game, right? So before oh, we do yeah. that, I just want to say congratulations to the Browns for winning your yes, first I'm playoff very game happy in that forever. You are no longer the laughing stock of the league. And like I will, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly give you guys some credit. You guys look good. You ran the ball really well, yeah, which we all good. thought you would. And then Baker Mayfield, when he needed to make throws, made throws. Right, like that's how your offense should work: run the ball a ton and then complement it with some passing, and not, put not too much pressure on Baker Mayfield. And guess what? It worked. He threw hey, for three touchdowns, much no nine turnovers. yards
1: per attempt for Baker Mayfield, dude.
0: I mean, he had three touchdowns, no turnovers, two hundred sixty yards, and then Chubb seventy-six yards and a passing or a receiving touchdown, and then Kareem Hunt had two rushing touchdowns and fifty yards. So, I mean, your offense ran just fine. Your defense looked great. Clearly, now we get into the to the juicy bits. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm ready. Let's go. Uh, so, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Led by Big Benny R, dude. He is so awful. I don't. He's done. He's He's got to be done. He looked so bad. He
1: He threw the most meaningless 500 yards I've ever seen in my life, dude. Yeah, and if you include the yards from the other team,
0: he might have been close to 600, dude.
1: Dude, holy (laughs) moly! 68 (laughs) attempts, bro. 68.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That's the
1: most like I've ever seen. That's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we knew that Steelers had no run game, but this is just unbelievable. To throw the ball nearly seventy times in a game is unheard of, and and after he threw three picks in the first half, three. That's also.
1: A lot of those yards were also – a lot of those yards were also – the Browns were like, yeah, we don't even care if, if we get the D. first down
0: as long as we don't give up a TD. No, that, they were literally just playing prevent D at the end there because yeah. they were like, we're up by a ton, right? We'll let them we take just can't time give time up 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 the touchdowns. clock for them. Like, yeah. Don't let up big plays, and, and there we go.
1: It's it's also all the people who were yelling at Cam a few years ago for not falling on that ball. How's that looking? Y'all had two players not falling on that ball after a bad snap but, on the first play of the game. But oh, I, I just want
0: to continue with Roethlisberger – he looked awful, in, especially in that first half, right? He, he looks worse than Rivers. I mean, he looks worse than Rivers. Because he Ben looks, looks like an old man. He moves like an old man, right? Like, he looks – He's his hobb- body he hobbles. Just done, dude. He he doesn't look – he looks like someone they just put, picked off the street, as much as I feel bad for saying it's it. Just but.
1: It's just – it's, it's
0: – I mean, rest in peace the mom. But it's like, it's like when Kobe was those
1: last couple years where you're like, dude, I know you're trying to come back from the Achilles, but it's like, do yourself – the benefit of the doubt, right? And just retire with dignity. Like, Roethlisberger's taken so many hits in in his, in his career. Like, that was kind of his ethos. He's this big dude who's hard to knock down, right? He's built like a truck. But it's like, eventually that wears up on you, right? It's like, you're not like Brady where you see the rush coming and you release in like a half a second, right? So you don't get hit. No. Yeah, he right? still and thinks you're always he can, he can take
0: those hits. And it's he like...
1: takes those hits and it's like, dude,
0: your body is done. Like, you look awful. But also, he just... He just makes a ton of decisions now, right? Like, or a ton of bad decisions now. And, right? and he can't use his arm to get out of it, right? He makes—he had such a cannon that very, he could just wiggle out of it. But he now makes it's very like, questionable throws still. Oh yeah. And I just think at this point, if you're the Steelers, as much as like he is the identity of him. your franchise, right? The last twenty years, roughly. Cut him and save the cap space. You've got, yeah, because he's gonna—he's one. He's gonna require a ton of money, and it's not worth it with the production that's put on the field. And it's just like. Listen, also you, you will win. Off. You'll you still, the Band-Aid off. But like, listen, the, with Ben Roethlisberger as your quarterback, yes, you may win 10 games a year, right? You may win 12 games that season. But you're never going to be able to win in the playoffs. Not not anymore, right? You're not going to be able not to win in the the, win the current playoffs. AFC. The AFC's loaded. Yes, but also just the, the way that the football is, the level of football that's being played. You will not be able to win in the playoffs with Ben Rothsberger as your quarterback in 2020. Or 2020. And, and the thing 2021.
1: is, it's... Like I said, this is why I brought up the the Kobe example, right? It's you have to rip the Band-Aid off because the as much as as much as we all like love Kobe, he did cost that franchise a couple of years of a rebuild because the dude was making thirty five million a year, mm-hmm. right? well you know he's being a mediocre player and and Roethlisberger it's the same thing you gotta rip the band-aid off because the longer you drag this train along he's gonna get worse and worse he's gonna eat up cap and cap and quarterbacks are gonna come and go into the league that you could have gotten and you won't because you're still thinking that he's your franchise quarterback yes
0: right and 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 there's a period it's brutal but it's true yes and there's a period now where there's a lot of Reshifting around the league of quarterbacks, right? There's a lot yeah. of quarterbacks being talked about being it's moved. Unique. So this it's is like a perfect... the first year in my life that this has happened. But it's just if you if you re-sign him, he will he will require a ton of money, right? For a not a long-term deal and for not yeah. the production that it warrants that money. Yeah. Let me. And, let me, let me and just... you're already a team that's pressed for cap space, and you already you, and you have a ton of other needs. You And need your personnel is good. Yes. Right. So. So it makes sense for you to go get a guy that is effective now, right? Not a guy that was effective five years ago.
1: Look, look, look at it this way, right? Let me let me just let me just throw something out there, because I don't want to just like, I don't like kicking someone when they're down, right? As much as fun as it is with Pittsburgh, but mm-hmm. if you if you get rid of them, right, you can get Stafford for the same amount of money, and and Detroit will be willing to trade it, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not in their division. Yeah. Okay. You. Personnel-wise, aside of quarterback, you're in win-now mode. You have excellent skill position guys. You have a good line. You have an unbelievable defense. Mm-hmm. You put Stafford on this team right now. You draft some running back in the third round, which you always manage to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's the truth. No. Right? You and, and you're instantly you're right back to being the best team in the AF in the in yeah. that division. I easily, I think. Easily,
0: I, I mean, I was gonna. That was gonna be kind of my next segue. Is is who do they go after in the current Stafford. current market? Yes, first pick is Stafford. I say second, you try and trade for Sam Darnold if you're the Steelers, and and the third option is to somehow put a pack together to try and get Deshaun. But that's third I don't think for that's a realistic because for that's them. not realistic. But
1: Stafford. Th- th- Throw a, decent defen- throw a decent defensive player and a decent defensive player okay because you have 70 of them throw a decent defensive player and a first round pick and and and, and you and you'll get and and you'll get it because they're trying to draft a quarterback yes. detroit's not trying to to get a quarterback
0: because they're not in win now mode mm-hmm. right no the and team- i i think if you add mass effort to that team that team is is it super bowl team huge, immediately they take a huge leap forward they're a
1: super bowl contender immediately yeah. Right. And, and the thing
0: is, and and and
1: believe me, the Lions would much rather give Stafford to you, because number than, than the than the Bears because they're they're not the same division. They're not, the not, division. Yeah, they're not, they're not division. even in the same conference.
0: Yeah.
1: I think they'd be more than receptive if you throw them a because de- the Detroit Lions defense is awful. So if you throw them a half decent defensive player in a first round pick, they'll bite. hmm That's my bet, and that's what I would do if I was GM of the Steelers. I, if, I if somebody made me GM tomorrow,
0: I would also do that. And and that's the thing is the the Steelers have. I don't want to say they have so few needs, but their needs are so much less than the other Easily addressed, aside exactly, of quarterback. exactly. Right, running back is the most easily addressed need in the league. There's 20 good well, guys coming out you have of a good line every year, and the Steelers have a yeah. pretty good line. They need to fix the center position because Alejandro Villanueva did not play well this year. But, yeah. but, but their 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 needs are literally three positions: quarterback, running back, and like center. Right. Otherwise, they are solid across the board. They're above average, if not elite, at every other position.
1: I mean, receiver, the one thing I will give credit to Pittsburgh, and this pains me to say as a New England fan because we are the opposite, you guys breed unbelievable receivers. Mm -hmm. You can draft, I don't know, John Smith out of Northwest Southeast Dakota Valley State, and he's going to be an (laughs) all-pro. Every single receiver you guys take turns into an all-pro. True. Unless they mess themselves up by doing a ton of drugs, but other than that, they all turn into all pros. We can't do that to a receiver to save our life, even when we take them in the first round. Yeah. So, you guys are going to be able to find skill position players. You always do. You always find good D linemen, right? Yeah. Secondary's historically been a problem, but even if you get it to league average, if you have an elite I mean, D line, got, yeah, that can help it out.
0: Yeah, Joe Fitzpatrick's Hayden, a stud. Mike, a very good. Right. Very good players. Yeah. It's um, Yeah, Joe Hayden, talk about that. You picked him out of nowhere, and he turned uh, into a, you turned him into a monster, yeah. yeah. But I, I just think this game was so hilarious because the Browns just – Hilarious <laughs> and sad. They literally just floored it and then just cruised the rest of the game. They beat the doors was... off. Don't look at this <laughs> score and think, oh, we lost by 10. No, they beat the brakes
1: off of them. <laughs> Cleveland, yeah. if they had wanted to, if they had wanted to be a point, I told you this game would have been 48-15, <laughs> if not more. I mean, this was embarrassing. Yeah. This was more embarrassing than what than that Seattle throw job against the Rams. This was terrible. This was the only entertaining game to watch in the same way that it's entertaining to watch like the Lions chase down the gazelle in the Safari documentary. I mean this was just brutal. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it had to be said. Steelers fans need to get it through them. Like this is not the answer. If you're a Steelers fan, you should be pissed.
0: Yeah. I mean, from the the things i saw from friends of mine that are steelers fans they were they they didn't really know what to do with themselves because again steelers fans all season had the expectation that they were going to the super bowl and and i think a lot of people were like well let's pump the brakes because (laughs) yes you are 11 and 0 or you know yes you're 12 and 4 but you you didn't beat it really anyone that good
1: bad teams
0: and you looked questionable in a lot of those wins as well so i i do think the Steelers need to their biggest need is to get a new quarterback because yeah. and you and Lord knows Mason Rudolph is not the answer. And this is
1: gonna be the one year. Like this happens so rarely. It was like that one year in NBA free agency where just so many elite players were available and like Otto Porter was getting forty million a year for some random reason. But this is this is that reason this is that year. There are so many for just but also the there are so many teams. There's so many quarterbacks on the move, and there are so many teams that need quarterbacks that won't be able to draft them because they're not quite bad enough.
0: No, well, and there's also there's also so many teams at like crossroads, or or they're changing paths that they exactly. want fresh starts. Right? You look at the Texans; they have drama. Deshaun Watson definitely wants out, he's and gone. they're going to probably go in a new direction because they have a whole new they didn't front didn't office, et him on hiring the GM. Yeah, and gone. they basically completely just gave him the middle finger, but. You know, you have situations like that. You have places like uh, Detroit, that like Miami, that aren't completely tied to Tua. It seems like, right? You know, they're, they've been in rumors saying like, oh, we may move Tua to get like a veteran. I think veteran. Miami
1: and Chicago are in the same spot.
0: So right? there's a whole bunch of of you know yeah. potential. I think moves even like Indy and Philly
1: are going to be yeah. in a weird spot in the QB market, right? Yes. I mean, I think Philly's going to go for a draft. Well, they just fired I Doug think... Peterson today, so yeah, I know that'll be that'll be a they're messy situation. They're definitely going to draft a quarterback.
0: That would be so messy. But that's another story for later for in the offseason. In the meantime, we have another slate of playoff games next weekend. Uh these on paper honestly look look pretty good. Pretty good. Uh Saturday, Rams, Packers, number one scoring defense versus number one scoring offense. I think this will be a blah, frankly. Yeah, I think I think. I don't know. All the Rams fans are gonna be like,
1: "You doubted us once. You're gonna yes, I know, I'm but doubting. it's Aaron Rodgers. You have a broken Jared Goff. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Packers are
0: susceptible to the mistakes that the Seahawks made. I'm sorry. You have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers with with the weapons he has, like Devonte Adams. Line, See, the thing is, Devonte Adams is is way like you can statistically be like, "Oh, well, he and DK Metcalf weren't that far no, apart." But guess what? Devonte no, Adams, no, no, and DK no. <laughs> Metcalf are two different beasts. Right? No, 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 no. Devonte no. Adams is. Is an incredible wide receiver. Again, you you know how I feel about him. No, but I agree. I mean he's Aaron Rodgers knows how to pick apart defenses, good and bad, right? So yes, obviously the Rams have the one of the best defenses, if not the best, in the league. But guess yeah, what? Aaron Rodgers Aaron, Aaron is Rogers
1: one of the five quarterbacks it's my rule to not bet against.
0: Yeah. So and, and the Packers defense is much improved. And I don't and they're not nearly oh, yeah. as bad as the Seahawks defense. So I oh, think no, no, they will no, be no. able to yeah. And the Slow down the rams. better too and they and the and the thing is the rams still won't be able to throw right yeah. and the, mean,
1: and the the packers line is way better packers running game is way better than seattle's no i'm taking packers all i the think way.
0: packers easy, i easy. mean the packers are favored by 7 i think this is going to be i think
1: no i'm thinking i'm thinking like 30 to 14
0: i was going to say like 35 to yeah to 17 i'll go 35 17 okay uh, next, we got Ravens-Bills on the Saturday night game. I think this is a blowout. This is a blowout. This is a yep. blowout. This is second blowout. Because the Bills' defense was kind of... They underperformed all season, but we saw them they're against the Colts. Like average, they're still though. very like, they're still good. Solid. I know, but they were supposed to be like the number one defense in the league yeah. uh, based on last year's performance. But I just think the Ravens' defense, as good as it is, the Bills are just... They're so hot right now. And Josh Allen is riding a high.
1: Also, fun fact, this is only a two and
0: a half point spread. No way. The Buffalo is favored
1: by two and a half. Somebody's smoking something, dude. No No, way. I just
0: I think everybody's hot off the Lamar train.
1: Uh, Listen, listen. It is so hard for the Ravens to play when they don't have a lead. And the Bills do not care they are just bombing the ball down the field from possession 1. Good luck trying to hang with that if you aren't Tampa or the Chiefs or the Packers. I just
0: think that this that there will be a lot of turnovers in this game for the Ravens. I just I just do.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking I'll go I'll, I'll go your I'll, I'll go similar. I'll go 35 I'll go 35-20. 35-20. Yeah, 20. I,
0: I I'm kind of feeling a 35-21. Yeah. Um, no, 35, 24, just cause I'm sure there'll be a field goal somewhere in there. Uh, Sunday. Now we got Browns chiefs. I don't think this one will be. See, years. I thing. think people
1: think this will be a blow and I don't think it will be. No,
0: I was going to, I was going to say the same thing. Cause my first, my first reaction was like, oh, this was probably not going to be very close. But then I was like, you know what? The Browns run the ball really well. Right. They'll they take time off awful. the clock. And the best way to stop Patrick Mahomes is to keep the ball out of his hands. The best way to do that is to run the ball. Right. So, I, I, I mean, I still think this is... Like, this this spread is 10, right? Kansas City's favored by 10, but I would say this... Uh,
1: I think I think this is a touchdown game. High-scoring touchdown game.
0: Yeah, I can see this being, like, 35-28.
1: 35-28, I was going to say same thing.
0: Just because, again, the the Chiefs... Uh, yeah, their defense now, is Now, it could get decent. ugly
1: if the Browns start turning the ball over. Because the Chiefs
0: I mean, are, Matthew has, like, six picks on the season. Well, it's also so they, the
1: Chiefs are better at punishing bad field position than anybody else in the league mm. because for the moment right we don't know what's going to happen when when in in years future but for the moment the chiefs have so much speed right and they and they love to go deep so mm-hmm. if the, if you if they get you within the 50 that could be a one-play drive yeah. we're talking just Tyreek Hill post gone house
0: call that's the only that's the only caution i have is i feel like this could get into a track meet which the browns are not equipped to do right like because the chiefs again yep. they can put up points in a hurry so if they have those one or two play drives right and then if, if
1: the browns can control the clock this is okay if the clock gets out of hand this is going to be ugly
0: yeah uh and then last game next week 640 is going to be kickoff sick. which is a weird t- kickoff for sunday night yeah but Buccaneers Saints. This game is be sick. The line in this has New Orleans favored by three. Now I, you because said this game is going to. Yeah, this, you said this is going to be a close game.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I, mean, I, I, I have this feeling inside of me that this is going to be an, a blowout.
1: Just revenge game from Tom Brady. Yes. For the no. Two precisely. The-
0: no. Precisely. I think. I think Tom Brady one is is mad. I also think the Bucs now are way I'm different <laughs> than they were in the regular season when they play the Saints. And I think the oh, Saints yeah. have been trending downwards. Whereas I, the Bucks have been doing the exact opposite.
1: I think so. I'm just, you know what? As 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 much as I, I would love like a, a Tom Brady revenge game where he wins by 30, I don't think that's realistic. I think I, I think that because he cares so much about winning versus you know, putting up like a ridiculous stat line when the Bucks. I do think the Bucs will get a lead and I just think they're going to hold it. Like, I don't think they're going to go for like a I brutal just, score line. I think they win by 10.
0: Here's the thing. It's just like the Saints offense is one dimensional, right? It's dink and dunk. It's screen passes. Absolutely. It's passes over the middle, right? It's, Which is what they the Bucks really like take, to stop. Yeah. Great well, linebackers. That's, that's way easier to stop. And obviously, oh, but they have Alvin Kamara and stuff like that. Yeah, I get that. But the Buccaneers defense is, is still very good and i think again the, the and Buccaneers' it like he's 28 is, the Buccaneers offense is just so there's so many different options right that it's just even if you have a sick defense it's hard for them to stop i i'm i my predictions is going to be like 38-17 final score
1: well and and the funny the funny thing is is that the the critique of of brady when he was on the pats is oh well he couldn't go deep and then whenever he had a deep threat he started bombing the ball down the sideline. It's like, well, he's a great quarterback. He probably can throw the ball deep. It's just that he didn't have receivers that were deep threats. And now that he has receivers that are deep threats. I mean, you see, the dude's just gunning it. I mean, he doesn't care, right? And yeah. and I think that, well,
0: cause he I think that eight that's going to be receivers. tough for the
1: Saints to keep up with. Because I don't know if Drew Brees can really gun it the same no, way, which he can't. He can't. He, the the he can't, is yeah. not
0: the same style it was. It's not a fast attack offense. They're like long drives with a lot of Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> And the things, but the, it's not running because they're doing just, like, screen passes and, like, checkdowns, stuff like that, right? Well, which is
1: what he's better at anyways, right? He's no, not but I'm really... saying, like,
0: it's the same style as a running, like, it's two clock, but they're technically, yeah. it's a passing offense, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just yeah. think, I think that it's so unlikely for the Saints to just win a third time this season against this team. Yeah. That no, I statistically think mad just Brady makes, is so difficult to play against. Especially in the playoffs, right? I mean, it sounds yeah. cliche, but Brady in the playoffs is a much different beast than a regular season Brady. Um, and this year, regular season, he was already pretty damn yeah. good. So, and the over-under in this game is set at 52, which I'm going to hammer the over on that. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. That, no, I'm, a piece? I'm yeah. feeling a 38-17 bucks win.
1: I think, I think, I think 35-20, maybe 35-24. Okay, I, I I'm not feeling as confident, but
0: right. you know, we'll, well see in
1: in a in a, in, a, in a few short days, right?
0: Yeah, that's this weekend. Uh, we'll have some NBA later this week. We'll have the the recap from this playoff weekend next Monday. College, uh, uh, and we'll have some college bask basketball reaction mixed in there as well. A couple Purdue games coming up this weekend also, but uh, until then, we'll see you next time. I'm